Welcome back, Padawans, to another episode of the Wannabe Jedi Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Josh. Today, we are joined by a very special person in Josh's life. Yes, my girlfriend, Robin. Hi, I'm Robin. And uh, for this episode, we are talking about the one, the only, yogurt from Spaceballs. Yes, we uh, decided to do a special (laughs) for this release date as you can all guess, is April Fool's. So, yeah, we decided to talk about yogurt. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about yogurt. I love the, I love the movie. Um, obviously, I know that you guys share the, the love for, for, Mel, for Mel Brooks. Spaceballs. I love Mel Brooks. And Mel Brooks in, jo- in general. Yeah. Men in Tights, oh my gosh. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Oh Blazing my. Saddles, incredible. Yeah, and anything, the producers. Oh, True. my gosh, so good. Yeah. But, well... Josh, I think I think I saw Blazing Saddles for the first time with you. Yeah, I don't think I had seen it before then. I know my my grandfather really enjoyed the. He got it's a satire. It's definitely a satire. So if any of the Padawans, everything Mel Brooks. Is. Well, yes, but I was about to say but yeah. He, that that you have to take that movie as a satire. True. Because if you don't, then it has not aged well. It otherwise. has not aged well. Yes. So that is the disclaimer yeah. that we're going to give to all our Padawans if you want to watch Blazing Saddles. But we are not focusing on Blazing Saddles. We are focusing on. Space balls and yogurt and yogurt because of merchandising, <laughs> merchandising, merchandising. Yeah, during a couple months ago, I actually saw a mask that said "Space Balls the Face Mask," and I saw it and I was like, "This is perfect. I have to buy it for Josh." She did, and I wore it. Uh, it's a little bit small on my face, but I did wear it around. I double masked for a little bit, and uh, you should uh, you should just shave off that beard and then and then you can just rock that mask, right? Now you'll have to remake the logo, actually, I think, if he shaves, and that's just such a hassle, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, you know, I'll talk to my wife, see if she uh, is willing to change the logo and just remove ha- Josh's facial We don't have to hair. hassle her at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we could do, we could do, uh, <laughs> Wanna Be Jedi the face mask, or WJP the face mask. <laughs> In commemoration, I wonder if we could do WJP the podcast and and create a like merchandise off of that, and then all we have to tweet, all I would have to tweet is merchandising, merchandising. That's true. That'd be good. Yeah. Honestly, best marketing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, Matt, you're you're part and of marketing, it, so you you understand. I look at numbers for marketing. I don't I don't do the creative. I'm not I'm not creative. Okay, so well, you and Beth have a tag team, so. Yeah, yeah, we got this. We got this. Um, but for the Padawans out there, we are, obviously, this is an April Fool's Day joke. We want to talk a little bit about Spaceballs and yogurt. And then I think we kind of want to hit on Jar Jar Binks because, Robin, for some reason, you you seem to have more sympathy or, or like Jar Jar more than most people. Yeah, I, I think it's because the way that I grew up with Star Wars was different than most people who would either listen to this podcast or consider themselves like a diehard Star Wars fan grew up with Star Wars. Yeah. What are you talking about? So like obviously... We're all diehard Star Wars fans, right? Even the people that haven't seen Star Wars? Yeah, totally. No, so I like grew up, I saw the movies and everything. My dad introduced it to me, I think in release order, and my sister did the machete order the first time she saw it. But I played more like Lego Star Wars growing up. Mm-hmm. So I was always like, Jar Jar Binks is incredible. He jumps super high and can get to places that no one else can get. So obviously this character is incredible. And I think that is his most redeeming quality. Yeah. When you unlock Jar Jar at such an early level too, because it's like the first level yeah, or second level, you automatically Menace. get him. 
Yeah. I'm just Phenomenal. saying. I, lo- I love people. That. So, Josh. Oh, I was just going to say, when people talk bad on Jar Jar, I just always bring up, he gets you places in Lego Star Wars, and that's all you need of him. That's, that's true. He that's does. true. Yeah. Matt, that's what were you going to say? So, Josh, this this brings up a hotly contested point that I've been I've been avoiding mm-hmm. for a very long time. Uh-huh. So obviously, obviously, we know the new Lego Star Wars is coming out this year. Hopefully, it seems like it's going to be probably late summer now. Yeah, July. Um, June. Josh, mm-hmm. for the first playthrough, who are you going to play with? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's that's true. I'm... Think think carefully here. Who are you going to play with? Uh, well, okay, it really depends if there's multiplayer or not, right? Josh, who are you going to play with? <laughs> Both of you simultaneously because there'll be more than two players because they're rearranging the whole play system of... Just for us. <laughs> just for us, yes. I mean, like, if we're being honest, three-player kind of makes sense for LEGO Star Wars. Well, even four, too. Four, yeah, but three, three especially yeah. because each trilogy kind of has its main three. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, that, you know, like... I like that. I like that. Luke on Leia. Mm-hmm. Obi... Annie, Annie and Padme, Padme yeah. and then Ray, Finn, and Poe, I guess. That's true. Arguably. Josh, I'm going to be honest don't with for- you. Yeah, don't forget about the droids. <laughs> okay. So oh. that's the fourth player. Mm-hmm. Jo- Josh, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm not playing through it with you first. Oh, okay. Um, that's I already, I already kind of promised Beth. Okay. I just wanted, to, <laughs> I just wanted, to, I wanted to see if I could get you into a. Uh, a spot of having to choose between me and your girlfriend. I wouldn't be offended. It's always a fun gamble. I wouldn't be offended. Oh, I understand you you wouldn't be offended. Only you over me. I would have been offended. If it was anyone else, I would be offended. That's fair. I would have been offended. (laughs) 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 But talking about Jar Jar, so so we found out the root cause of Robin's love for Jar Jar being that the Lego Star Wars... And, and being able to jump to high spots and and really he does take you take you places yeah especially like when on Naboo mm-hmm. it, it definitely is very helpful all the mini kits but all the mini kits that's kids. true does that's true uh, so I was looking at the Wikipedia for Jar Jar and this is this is the opening sentence for Jar Jar and I love it. Jar Jar Binks was a Gungan male military commander and politician who played a key role during the invasion of Naboo and the Clone Wars that culminated in the fall of the Galactic Republic and the rise of the Galactic Empire. They say nothing about the fact that Jar Jar votes... To give executive power to Supreme Chancellor. Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Wikipedia really trying to blame the entire fall of the Republic on Jar Jar? Well... I have. No, no, no! They didn't, uh, and I think they should have. Not the entire <laughs> fall. It, it definitely wasn't, you know, Sidious or no. anything like it, that. It was, it was definitely not Sidious. It was, it was all only Jar-Jar. Jar-Jar. It was Palpatine all along. <laughs> it was always Palpatine. <laughs> it was Palpatine all along. <laughs> that I find that very interesting. They do mention that the emergency powers that Binks proposed mm-hmm. did allow him to culminate that power and turn it into an empire sadly it's true i mean the <laughs> what i i there is there's some hilarious stuff and i want to save this for the end because i didn't know what happened leading into the empire like what happened after the oh, empire I, I know what happens to uh, jar jar at the end and i i see it now yeah and i'm gonna save it for the end yeah we're gonna save, yeah, it, for we're gonna save it for the end it's a but it's pretty funny you mean darth jar jar right oh we love darth jar no, jar. no 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 we'll we'll <laughs> We'll talk about that theory too. <laughs> yeah. So, but the very first thing that we see is that 
Jar Jar is rescued by Qui-Gon Jinn on Naboo as he runs away frantically, escaping the battle droids. The ability to speak doesn't make you intelligent. Oh, that's so true in today's society. (laughs) (laughs) We live in a society. (laughs) (laughs) Oof, that's uh, that hit real hard. (laughs) Honestly, I I wish that we could just... uh, Star Wars isn't political, yes. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Not only were there politics, <laughs> the whole whole <laughs> fandom's political. And not to mention, also, the very first time we hear Jar Jar, Qui Gon says the one one's ability to speak does not make you intelligent, yeah. and then he becomes a senator. Oof. I mean, you know my. Is there any? <laughs> is there any parallels? <laughs> no, I can't think of society. a one. Not even one. Not, not even not one. Not even one. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, yeah, we see what you know what would happen if Qui-Gon didn't rescue Jar Jar. You know, Matt, I'm just going to say well, what if. We already know that Sid- Sidious wouldn't have fallen or Sidious wouldn't have gotten all that power. True. We already know Sidious wouldn't have taken over the world. But but at the same time Qui-Gon But what about those Clone Wars episodes where he he saves the day by his clumsiness? clumsiness? Yeah. <laughs> or when he impersonates a Jedi? That's true. Oh, that was that was a wild episode. What about when... I when... skipped that. After I saw it... I, actually, I'm not even going to lie. In my first watch through of Clone Wars, I got to that episode, realized what was happening, and I fast-forwarded. I just... Honest... I, and, and this isn't... I, I'm not going to bash Jar Jar, because they made the character especially this way for some comedic relief. And kids. And for kids. And kids. And, and for kids and all that stuff. But I, I, I had outgrown it, and I didn't need to see it. It wasn't crucial to the clone wars timeline or anything like that so i end up i end up skipping most episodes that jar jar is on in the clone wars whenever i rewatch the blue shadow virus one too i hate that i I hate that entire timeline uh i I skip it i really don't like it what about when he gets some from the queen (laughs) i was gonna say that was kind of a good episode that was with mace Mace. it's like i don't i think i've seen it once and i skipped it every other time I told you, I've skipped all of the Jar Jar episodes. Don't but hate like, me. But, like, I like Mother Talzin a lot and, like, the Night Sisters. And she shows and up. she shows up in that episode. And I was sitting on the couch being like, there's no way. There's no way. And she shows up. And I, like, just turned to Josh. I was like, I'm happy. I'm content. I'm happy I watched this arc. And and Robin loves purple lightsaber. Purple's her True. favorite color. So she enjoyed that part of the episode as well. You know, I I understand that there's some episodes where it's... It's nice to have that like relief, but when it comes to like TV shows, like I don't need that release as much of like comedic relief mm-hmm. because you're not watching them. You're not watching for two and a half hours and need that break. It's more like or two hours and need that break. It's more like I just need like a maybe like a quick like like a witty comment is enough for me to take like the like the tension. Like it, for example, when Obi Wan says. You were right, Master. The negotiations were short. Like, that is perfect. That relieves some tension going into what you would think would be a tense next part because they're trying to escape and everything. Mm -hmm. So I don't need the slapstick comedy as much anymore that Jar Jar provides, I'd say. And that's not saying that other people don't love the slapstick comedy. I just... it, It didn't do it for me. Yeah. I feel... I mean, I'm also just a big comedy person in general. Mm hmm I just enjoy, like, a lot of comedies on TV. Like, I usually don't go straight for dramedy or, like, 
crime shows, I guess. Like, I'm not a big, like, NCIS fan, but, like, I'll watch, like... You're a white collar fan, though, right? I've never seen it. I'm a big, like, friends person. Josh! (laughs) (laughs) I will get her on it. No, like, Josh will say it. Like, I've introduced him to a bunch of really fun comedies, I would argue, over the last... She has. We're watching... Okay, so so I I gotta ask. Uh Uh-huh. What's what's one of the comedies that like like list your favorite one that you've introduced to Josh in this last year? Huh. I really enjoy Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, Nine Nine. I watched Nine-Nine. all of Nine Nine. I watch. Well, we're watching Middleman right now. Middleman, yeah. Middleman. But that's like a very it's not a, well-known show. Yeah, it's not a well-known show. There's and one it's, season. My dad knows the like producer, which is why we watched it. Yeah, and then arguably you'll have to bleep this one, but uh, Shit's Creek. Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's spelled in a different way. We don't have to bleep that. It's just the title of the show. That's I don't true. know what you that's mean. That's true. Yeah, that's true. What else do we watch? Um, the Good Place. Good Place. Great show. That one's good. Hilarious. Oh, I, I love, love that one. Chuck. Oh, Chuck is so good, too. Wait, wait. So, so, so the, Josh, you're just listing all, of the, all the things you've seen at this point. <laughs> yes. We're... So what was your favorite one that, that Robin introduced to you? I really like Chuck at the end of season four, and I heard like they they watched it. Robin's family watched it, and they said that it doesn't really end well with season five. So they like end at season four. So I've not watched season five, but I just that show is like very nerdy, and like that just speaks to me. So I think I Chuck think Matt would enjoy Chuck. Yeah, I think Matt would enjoy Chuck. But Wait, I mean, of course, I love Bl- Josh, Brooklyn Nine Nerd. Huh. Josh, you're a nerd. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who, who's to say? Who would have? Who would have guessed? I, would, yeah. I already. Also, like, I think the worst TV show I introduced him to was probably Big Brother. Yeah, that's fair. I he just doesn't like the announcer. Yeah, the announcer. But you <laughs> also, don't. This you season don't... was very bad. Yeah, but you have your thoughts on the Clone Wars. Uh, the Clone Wars yeah. announcer. No, it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no! Tell, tell, uh, tell everyone how you feel about the Clone Wars and um, Admiral Yularen. Yularen. Yeah. Like I enjoyed the Clown Wars, but like his voice is just not what I want. Mm-hmm. It's just very like I, I don't know how to describe it. You you, know? you you don't want that when you first are watching yeah. an episode. No, I just any other voice, you know. <laughs> I think the big brother. It's just weird that it's such like a minor character, arguably, is like given. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like, oh, it's a third party as the announcer. It's not like the clones or like D. Bradley Baker. Yeah, it's just like, it's a weird thing that it's an actual character in the show, but it's not a main character. Mm -hmm. Like, I wish they arguably just would have gotten someone like unassociated to do the voice. Dave Filoni could just do it. Cowboy. Space Cowboy. Space Cowboy, yeah. Space Cowboy, that's what she calls him. I mean that's pretty accurate. I I, I respect that. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, so do I. I think that most of my opinions have basis. I I, I like to think that if D, D Bradley Baker did it, that would be that'd be pretty cool, especially if you're trying to like tie in the Rex storyline. But I don't I don't know if they fully had that direction prior, like at the start of creating the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they had in mind we're gonna make this about rex and ahsoka by the end of it basically yeah i don't think that they went in anticipating that yeah otherwise that would have been great if like that would have been clear it, it would have been great to just have the clone wars in the eyes of the clones I, I think that that could have been an interesting story like where it's just fully about the clones and then you kind of deal with the jedi mm-hmm. yeah and then that would actually put a different perspective on order 66 but i mean 
they yeah. do have a lot of clone centralized arcs and we do get that feel like we talked about last time with the with Pancrell and Zero episode, you know, with the five don't say the name with the five oh first at the five I thought you were about to say say the S word. No, I'm not gonna say the S word. Snoodles. Snoodle. <laughs> I'm sitting here being like, oh, who's the S word? And then I'm like, oh, it's Snoodles. <laughs> snoodles. Actually, Robin was the one who edited. Yeah. Who edited that episode? Right, Miss Snooty. Yeah, Miss Snooty. Miss Snooty. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, it's brutal. I hate I'm it. I'm very excited. All right, back for, to Jar Jar. No, I'm excited for the Miss Snooty episode. Let's change this into Miss Snooty instead of Jar Jar. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, Robin, I think we're going to actually have to kick you off this show right now. Well, it's been great to be on. But going back to Jar Jar, obviously we kind of touched on the Clone Wars a little bit, but the fall of the Republic... We do see him one more time on the big, big screen, and that's at Padme's funeral, mm-hmm. where Jar Jar is mourning with Boss Nass in the front. Yeah. And that's like the last time that we officially see Jar Jar on the screen. Definitely very interesting. I'm kind of I'm kind of curious like when this is and how much of the how much has the Empire tightened their grip. I would imagine it was like within the first few weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Probably. Also I, it kind of begs the question, how did her body get back there? They probably flew back. I don't think... I th- it was probably like, Bal Organa took it back. Yeah, and but... Yoda and Obi-Wan. I don't know. I don't know if that would be the case. Because you have Bail Organa who's taking in Leia. Mm-hmm. That's true. And then they wouldn't want to... And so if he wants to be hidden and be like, I was nowhere near this, he could go and attend the funeral and that makes sense because he's a, a good friend. Yeah. But I don't think he wants to be the one bringing the body back because then it would be like, in the final moments, I was there with her. And that would put because then Bale I think and, that, and Leia. Yeah, it would put Luke Bale in danger. Yeah. yeah. So maybe the, Bale yeah. sent some of his, his guards to do it. The... I, I think it would have to be completely third party or like they had like the polis mass of people be like, she flew in unintended and we treated her and then she still passed away. Obviously, please correct me if I'm wrong because I don't know this as well as you guys, but like, could it have been Obi-Wan to just like kind of drop it off? Because everyone just kind of assumed he'd been killed in Order 66. I don't know. It's a, Yeah, I guess. It, it could be because he dropped he could have dropped off Luke and then, you know, went away or could have dropped off the body and then gone to drop off Luke. It would be definitely interesting timing cuz in the movie it really doesn't explain. It probably m- might say it actually in the novelization of episode 3. Josh and Robin, I hope we get that with the Obi-Wan series. I don't know cuz like there's there's a lot of stuff missing, but I'd be interested to see like where we pick up. Is it immediately after episode 3 and we're going straight like mm-hmm. to Luke being dropped off. Uh, I I'd be interested to see if they incorporate that at all. I don't know if they will, but they might. Yeah. Do we have any idea when it's supposed to start? I've heard that it's supposed to be five years after he was exiled to Tatooine. Because so like Luke would have been like five. But it years might old. be flashbacks. It yeah, could it be might flashbacks. flashbacks too. I think it'd be super interesting to see like how he got like chosen, I guess, to be like part of the Jedi Order. Like, like, to, to see him as, like, like a 10-year-old or whatever. Like, 
as a youngling. Bef- Obi-Wan? Yeah, Obi-Wan before, like, Qui-Gon, and he became, like, a Padawan and everything. Like, I think that'd that- be interesting for, like, the first 20 minutes of the first episode or something. Yeah, does have, like, a flashback of, like, yeah. his whole Jedi career. That'd actually be really nice. Because I think we know so much about Obi-Wan, but, like, the parts that we don't know, we know nothing about. Yeah, and, and I mean, the Master and Apprentice book uh, shows how... Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, their relationship during training, but nothing before when he was a a Padawan or youngling. True. So, yeah. I mean, mean, technically he's a Padawan in The Phantom Menace, but... But he's probably, what, like 15? Yeah, he's he's on the older side, and he's ready to take the the trials, and actually Darth Maul is his trial. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I would like to see a young young version you know give a little bit of background about obi-wan he's a great character that we know but we only know him from certain points too and it's not like they're gonna expand on him on the high republic because he wasn't even born <laughs> that's interesting i, I i'm gonna I, I think we tabled this one maybe we bring it up in uh in a future patreon episode as we get closer to the obi-wan series but yeah i think there's a lot we can do with it yeah I think, yeah, Robin, I, I think that would be a great idea. Maybe the uh, story creators, because I know they're still working on the Obi-Wan show and, and filming and everything. And Maybe they're friends of the pod. Yeah, they need to, uh, I don't know. There's not, there's... Hit us up. Yeah, they need to hit us up for some ideas, because they've, they've already rewrote the series, so they need to solidify whatever they're trying to do. And I bet they have some ideas, but... Give some knowledge. Give, some. Yeah, give some knowledge to the to the Padawans out there. The Padawans out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So back to back to Jar Jar now. Now that we got off that slight tangent. <laughs> so after attending the fu- <laughs> well, we were talking about the funeral, and then we got onto Obi Wan and the Obi Wan series. We can see how this can spiral pretty easily. Yeah. But after the funeral, because of his his role with the rise of the Empire, Jar Jar was once again exiled. And after the battle, there, there's nothing between then and the Battle of Endor. Mm-hmm. But after the Battle of Endor, he performed in the streets of Feed as a clown. Yeah, he was pretty much seen as a fool. And because he allowed the Empire to, to grow and, and accumulate into, into whatever it turned out to be, or should I say the Republic turned into the Empire. And yeah... People thought he did an awful thing, which, from a certain point of view, he did. Oh yeah, from a from a, the point of view of like an outsider, he absolutely did a terrible thing. But when I was watching the Clone Wars and everything, I literally I looked at Josh and I was like, it's, I, what was it after the the Zillow Beast?" Or oh, the, the Zillow Beast one. Yeah, yeah, I was like, "How did anyone say, let's take the Chancellor down a peg? He brought this super dangerous thing to Coruscant." Actually, there are different explanations of Palpatine's control and and even view in on Coruscant after the Zillow Beast incident and it did go down but at the same time he still was able to turn the Republican and the Empire and, and still maintain control of the Senate and the courts who dangerous to be left alive <laughs> oh my god I guess I just don't understand how it's as a soon democratic as he said, and process He's you know like who's voting to keep him in power like yeah. And if, like, the people of Coruscant were like, we don't want him in power anymore, why didn't they change their senators to be like, let's get rid of this guy? I mean, he yeah. did have power I... for such a long time. Now we're going on a, a tangent. Un- unlimited about... power? I'm just saying, I don't <laughs> think... <laughs> Which you might describe it as unlimited power. <laughs> uh, 
probably, but I'm just saying it's not only on Jar Jar. I think it's also on other senators and the people for not noticing things, or, I mean, like not noticing tiny red flags. It's also on the Gungans for thinking that he should be <laughs> a, he should be a, a representative. A representative for I them. mean, if we're being honest, I think yeah. the reason the Gungans picked him is because just how great he looked in that purple tie. <laughs> With the little, okay. with the little Fun- swirls, the little yeah. <laughs> I'm actually looking at it. Um, I think it's the top. It's it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I love that look. He should wear that look well, more with often. The fingerless gloves too, right? Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, didn't, yeah. I didn't see his gloves. I was just looking at his tie. So that's like the big things around Jar Jar. There is like one other thing, and that was that uh, Jar Jar encountered a refugee by the name of Mappo. Mm-hmm and basically took him under his wing and it was to so that way he could become a clown too gotcha oh okay now i see the gloves okay hey it's your two fi- oh my gosh, it's your favorite character that. robin there's a, there's a picture of jar jar next to 3po robin doesn't like 3po not at all that was that was the worst oh. part of the beginning of rebels when when 3po and r2 showed up i was like oh no <laughs> not 3po again so I know we didn't finish Rebels yet, but I know we're we're gonna talk about it after we're done. But which one are you liking more? Do you think do you like the the Clone Wars better or the or Rebels? I think I like the Clone Wars better. Okay, wrong. No, okay. As she hasn't she, finished Rebels yet. I haven't finished Matt. it yet. And the last two seasons okay. are the best. Yeah, we're like ha- like not even halfway yeah. through the third. No, season. we're like in episode three of the third season. I don't know. My problem is Ezra. He's just so annoying and not learning from any of his mistakes. Still. Oof, Matt, does that hurt? <laughs> At this point in time, he hasn't learned from any of his mistakes. He's like, Darth Maul is totally an okay person. <laughs> like, let's hang out with him, and it's like. What? Please, please note, please note my silence. Okay, well you know the TikTok sound where it's like, "Ni hao." Yeah, I know exactly. Ni hao. <laughs> what? That's what? me every time that uh that Darth Maul shows up and Ezra's like, "Hey, hey!" Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That that is amazing and so true. It, it gets way better. I I'm. I'm telling you, you get to watch Ezra's development. Ezra, Ezra is my favorite character. I'm excited and for Kanan it. And is okay. is Beth's favorite character. Oh, Freddie Prince Jr. You will, you will. I love Freddie. You'll Prince fall Jr. in love. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. You'll fall in love with the characters. <laughs> Scooby Dooby Doo. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's where I like was introduced to Freddie Prince Jr. So Josh was like, "Do you recognize this voice?" And I was like, "No, I'm terrible at recognizing voices if I don't see a person." Yeah, that's fair. But now I hear it. Yeah. You can't unhear it. No. <laughs> the final thing on Jar Jar that I have is after the fall of the Empire, a bunch of people seem to think that Jar Jar and Darth Vader were the same people. Wait, what? Interesting. And there's no, indi- yeah, there's no indication why. Like a bunch of fans or like a bunch of... Like in the Star Wars universe. Like people living on like random planets. A bunch of people living on random planets. Okay. I mean, I'm all for it. You know what? I yeah. Mean, where would his ears go in the helmet? Specifically in the the Legends of Luke Skywalker, <laughs> which is a, a journey. It's like part of the journey to Star Wars: The Last Jedi. It's like a young re. It's like a young reader or young adult novel, mm-hmm. basically full of myths and tall tales of Luke Skywalker. So. 
it's very interesting also this goes into star wars basically creating its own universe and how that there's now legends and stuff like that like legends and tall tales Mm -hmm. but in that book they mention about how speaking of naboo sardine fritters did you know that senator jar jar binks and lord vader were the same person was was what was said so somehow there was a mix-up along the way and that's probably because immediately when the empire started and then there was this new dark dark person and jar jar kind of disappeared i it's very weird and it makes no sense but apparently people thought okay so that's one of the things that actually support darth jar jar yes and so that and that leads us into darth jar jar josh would you like to tell the tale of darth jar jar yeah i mean (laughs) have you ever heard the tragedy of darth Jar-jar. I was I was hoping you'd go for that. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for it. I thought not. <laughs> it's not a story Darth Vader will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, so Jar- Darth Jar Jar is kind of a fandom kind of proposed idea where since Jar Jar gave executive emergency powers to Palpatine that it was his plan all along to turn you know, the Republican in the Empire and, and he, he could take over, but it's just a it's just a joke. It's a fan joke because you know Palpatine was the person all along in but <laughs> it was always Palpatine. It was always Palpatine. And <laughs> it was just it's just a fun joke. And there's been a lot of media out there where it's like showing Samuel Jackson or or Mace Windu trying to kill Palpatine and then out of the blue Darth Jarger comes out <laughs> And says, he's not the Lord of the Sith. He's not the Lord of the Sith. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a it's a fan. It, it's a fandom meme. But we we absolutely love it. Yeah, I was uh, practicing some voice acting yesterday <laughs> while reading some and stuff. You, and you did Jar Jar? No, I didn't do Jar Jar, but I was doing more of like a, a dark Palpatine voice. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the very final thing that I have on Jar Jar is that he also appears in William Shakespeare's The Phantom Menace, Star Wars Part the First. Interesting. Let me tell you how confused I was and... there for a moment. <laughs> yes. You're like, yeah. William Shakespeare. I was and... like... <laughs> but then it made more sense. Time travel, Doctor Who. True, true. And, and in that, Jar Jar is portrayed as a wise character but plays the role of a class clown publicly... So he can mask to the Jedi his cunning insights. Mm-hmm. He was just pretending to be stupid, and was actually really intelligent. That's in that's in the William Shakespeare version of it, which no, is interesting. I, I actually think I would prefer that now, uh-huh. um, versus like when I was a kid. You know, you like the cla- the the slapstick humor. Mm-hmm. I think I would prefer if he was a little bit deeper of like a character development. You know. Yeah. And I mean, and like had this like secret role that he was playing the entire time yeah i think it'd be interesting and he also did help with the the battle between the the mon calamari the and mon Cala, the gungans yeah, yeah yeah from the clone wars well they he brought all the he brought all the gungans along for the ride yeah but most of them perished is that the one with the shark yeah. guy yeah the shark guy uh yeah uh what's oh i did not like name? the shark guy yeah uh Shark guy was mean. It shark was, guy gave me I don't know um, his name is. vibes from that really really weird movie Shark Tale or whatever. 
Yeah. Right? Oh, not Shark not Shark Boy and Lava Girl? No, no, no. It wasn't. <laughs> you, know, you know when, like, Shark He, shark he didn't tails? give you Taylor Lautner vibes? <laughs> we, what was it? The other day we were just listening to the, the Dream song for fun. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's true. Why? Well, okay. That's a great song. The shark guy's name is Riff Tamsin. Wait. I wanted to, to let everybody okay, know okay. for the title. Okay. Riff Tamsin. We, we can talk about that off, yes. off air. <laughs> but I, on that note, I, I don't think I have anything else that I need to cover off on for this Jar Jar uh, April Fool's Day edition. Do you guys have anything else? I covered my main points of that he is not as terrible as character as we give him credit for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to save that argument for a different time, because you're wrong. She's shaking her head. I understand why people like 3PO. I just don't. <laughs> okay, we'll have to save it for... He has a certain personality, but I will, I will forever be a C-3PO fan. We'll, we'll save it for a Patreon episode with us three. And maybe even Beef. Maybe she can join us. She, Beth has a very strong opinions on the prequel trilogy nowadays. Really? And it's very fun. I, I created this. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm joking. And she's, I guarantee you, as soon as she hears the wor- words that me saying, I created this, she's going to call me out and she's going to text me about it when she listens to it at work. <laughs> so, so Beth, very first off, I love you. And I know that I didn't, I didn't create your love for Star Wars, but I definitely got you more obsessed with it i would say and so it for therefore i created this well i've had it because i don't i don't think you would have ran it, it, this goes back to she ranted about the prequels and I, I don't even fully remember the exact topic that she was talking about with the with the prequels but she ranted about it for like about 10 minutes the, the, and i was like the one she that she told me the that. other day it, yeah she would have never told me that if it wasn't for me so I created that. Josh, and I'm proud. Josh has also created I'm proud. A, a small monster in me mm-hmm. when it comes to Star Wars. 100%. And I will take full responsibility. It's just, it's just, our, it's just our effect no, on Yeah, people. like a year ago when we, we started talking, he like texted me one time. He's like, hello there. And it took me like two weeks to realize the correct response for that was General Kenobi. <laughs> and now, and she now knows. I can just quote the entire but scene you learned on Mustafar. It. Yes, she <laughs> on Mustafar and Love it. on Utapau with Grievous. <laughs> That's what we want to see, though. That's what we love to see it. <laughs> and then we, we we got her on Battlefront Nights too. I'm so bad at Battlefront. Yes, this though. is not, true. I have not improved at all at that game. I mean, In as long months. as you're there. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're participating. Yeah, That's what I'm we just. Care about. I'm just not whatever team gets me is in trouble and should get an extra player i'm just saying that i mean any of the oh any of the people that started off like that haven't played before they've grown their ability you know you are too <laughs> but she's becoming one with the force the one with the force and the force is with me <laughs> all right so josh do you want to let everyone know who we are uh, reviewing next week next week we are reviewing general grievous and i'm excited We've been planning this character for... We've been moving him back between seasons, and I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see what we go into. I think we're going to go in a couple loopholes because he does have a lot non-canon and canon-wise, and we can we can convene and, and talk about which version is the best. Yeah, we got a lot of great characters that, like, Josh and I were talking, and we're like, we've missed... Not even missed, but we haven't talked about some 
huge characters within the Star Wars universe. And and we're going to be getting to quite a few of them this season. Season, so yeah. so be ready for it. It's it's an exciting time. I'm I'm pumped for it. Yes. I'm excited too. It's going to be a lot of fun and hopefully we can, you know, get more characters, open, expand the universe, as Matt says, and uh, please create <laughs> expand the universe. Better discussions and everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until then, make sure to go follow us on social media at Wanna Be Jedi Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Wanna Be Jedi Cast on Twitter. Make sure to go check out our Patreon, which is Wanna Be Jedi Podcast on Patreon. You can also find it on our website, Wanna Be Jedi Podcast.com. And lastly, our merch. Like I said, we've launched or like we've said, we launched merch this uh, season. We're super excited about it. You should make sure you go all check it out and then be on the lookout because we are working on new designs too yes so it'll be uh it'll be updated over time as well so make sure to go keep an up, updated look and see if there's any new designs on the uh the page and that link is wannabejetapodcast.com forward slash wjp merch boom all right well thank you robin for coming on the show i'm sure thank we'll you. be talking off off air about this episode as soon as we <laughs> hang up here absolutely but thanks again, for thank having so me of course anytime <laughs> And until then, Padawans, take care. May the Force be with you all. Bye.